What's going on? What's up? How's it going? Good, good. Good. Well, hello everyone again. Welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast. We're coming to you live once again over on Millions. Got a good show ahead of us, some good topics to to kind of get going. And I, I guess to start things off, Torres, if you want to kick us off here, I know you just dropped them off. Let's talk a little about your a little bit about your boy Trevor Pete, man. How's it going with him? Oh man, it's good, man. I'm excited for him, man. You know, today we just got done doing a few rounds, you know, um technical rounds to simulate the fight, and he feels good, man. I'm I'm really excited for Trevor. So uh he's about to go in here and do the job. Uh Jacksonville, he's the third, he's the third fight. Um, it start uh, the card starts at eleven thirty, I believe. So it starts at eleven thirty in the morning, and uh, he's the third fight. So it should be should be a really good card, man. I'm excited for him. All right, all right. So um, you know, we saw the news the other day, um, and of course, you know, my dad was going to ask immediately about that, and that's when I texted you the other day that um, he has a new opponent, right? Yeah, Trevor has a new opponent. Trevor is now fighting. Uh, a guy named, uh, they go by Chipe, but his name is Jose uh, Marcerilica, something like uh-huh. that. Um, but, yeah, he's uh, he's coming in. He's actually from the same gym, from the same guy I just fought, um, an elevation fight team. So he trains there in Colorado. Um, he's he's on a three-fight winning streak, all finishes. He just, uh, he's, he's been fighting for LFA. So uh, it's a pretty big promotion, and uh, he's been doing really well. So he's on to come up. He's now got his official UFC debut, and it's going to be good. So it's going to be a fun fight. It's going to be a really fun fight. I feel like that first round is going to be uh, balls to the walls. Like, that first round is going to be exciting. But I, I really do think Trevor, uh, you know, Trevor's pressure and power is going to be a big difference maker. Um, Jose is uh, a natural 145-er. He has fought at 155 before, but – this isn't his weight class. You know, he's fought at 145 majority his career. Trevor's yet to ever fight at 145. So, and uh, Trevor's a little, going to be a little bit thicker than him. So, short notice, smaller guy. It's going to be really hard for him to overcome Trevor. So, yeah, that's what it sounded like. It's, uh, it sounds like things are kind of stacked up against him, but I guess that's what you're talking about. You know, uh, a late, you know, late notice like that, uh, picking it up. So, um, either way, I'll be trying to tune in to watch that for sure. That's going to be on ESPN, right? Uh, yes, yes. And that's a, a prelim, so that one should be free, right? I mean, that's like one yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, all of them are free. Fight nights are free. Well, that's technically, right. I'm not technically. Yeah, I mean, but if you got ESPN Plus, you're still paying for it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, the, all of all the prelims that comes on normally ESPN, you ain't got to have the app or whatever. Yeah, you know, the, the subscription. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Well, that'll be uh. Good. No, no excuses for for that. Everybody should be tuning in to watch Trevor this week. Then, um, so kicking things off to the next thing. Um, you know, we, we got a lot of NBA stuff this week. We got the draft, obviously. Uh, big trade went down yesterday. Um, you know, happy late Father's Day to all you fathers out there. Um, all the poppers. Yeah, all the poppers. All the poppers. The, uh, we had a big trade go down, and this one was kind of assumed that it was going to happen at some point or another. Um, but Bradley Beal being traded from the Washington Wizards uh, to the Phoenix Suns to now make another big three. I don't know if people – we'll get into the eight and stuff here in a minute. We'll let Torres get on his soapbox. He, he wanted to talk, talk a lot of stuff about eight, and so I don't know if you consider them a big four. 
Torres might consider them a big four, but I think most people are considering this a big three between Durant, Booker, and now Bradley Bill. Aiton, it's sounding like, is going to get flipped for some other guys because right now they don't really have anybody else on the roster, it seems, outside of those those you know four guys. So they're going to probably try to flip eight and get some other assets to fill out the rest of that roster. But um, initial thoughts, I know that um, – so, yeah, with the Wizards ended up trading Chris Paul, Landry Schmidt, and some second-round picks and some pick swaps. That's all they ended up trading away in this deal. Who's the winner here? I feel like it's pretty obvious. Go ahead. Yeah, it, it is obvious. Um, the Suns got this one. Um, so look, looking at what the Suns have brought in, um, Kevin Durant. I mean, it looks like a lot of people, uh, a lot of people want to play with Kevin Durant, but you know, with the new yeah. GM, like I saw this all in like in five months, a five month span. I mean, he's fired the head coach. He's brought in different players. Let go of Chris, traded Chris Paul. I mean. It, the Suns need this, all right? After watching the Suns, if you want to say, okay, who's gave the Nuggets the, the toughest run towards the championship? It was the Suns, all right? They were the only team that literally stood a chance. Nobody else really stood a chance. Um, they swept the Lakers. They destroyed the Timberwolves. Obviously, seeding plays a factor. And then, obviously, they didn't play the, play the Heat in the finals. So, it wasn't too much of a rough test, but the toughest test for the Suns. And the Suns were right there. And the Suns, according to a lot of people, were – Favorite it, you know, to go to the finals, you know, but what they were the pieces that they had. But we talked about this multiple times on the show. They didn't have a bench and we knew that would come to be a problem. Now, I do agree with them having to uh, uh, trade and, and get assets uh, for Aiton because they need a bench. Like just to have Bill, Durant and uh, Booker, you're going to be very similar in the situation you were in this year. Now, yeah, you might have a lot of scoring threats, but. I'm still like, man, you still got to play some defense. You got to play some defense, man, you know. So, yeah. um, I, I think the size, like, Bill, Bill's like what? What Bill's like? 6'5"? Six, six, uh, yeah, he's like a 6'4", six, 6'5 six, guy. Yeah, yeah. He's so, a guard. A guard. Yeah, so, like, you gonna basically I have about two guards on the floor with him and Booker. Um, yeah. Who going to play? Who, Booker who probably going to have to play the point. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I think offensively, I mean, on paper, is people probably think, oh, my gosh, championship. But I'm not sold on championship just yet. Just yet. I'm not sold on championship just yet. Right now, <laughs> only thing, I, I think they're going to be a really good team. Um, I, I still have to see this thing work out. And right now, um, the, Sun, the Suns are still one of the top five teams to win the championship next year, as they should be. Um, as long as you've got Kevin Durant, you're always going to be at the top. So uh, they got yeah. Katie. You got Booker, and now you got Bill. They're going to be a really good offensive team, but I really want to see them get more assets on the bench and hopefully some solid defensive players. I'm wondering, you know, obviously people are, you know, thinking about what they're going to be able to do. Um, they did get – they got some young guy in the deal. Um, the Suns did uh, – like the 31st pick last year, Isaiah Todd or something like that. I remember the name vaguely. He was, he's only been in the league for a year. I don't know if it's anything major really um, as far as, you know, if he's going to be able to contribute to this team. But they got that. They're going to be one of those teams we've talked about on this uh, show that's um, they're already with this contract now. They are, they are so far the most expensive team right now going into this 
you know, this draft and this uh, this free agency run that's about to go down, um, they're going to be the first team we're going to kind of get to tinker with and see how this is going to actually affect them. They're not going to have um, a mid-level exception. I know that. Um, it looks like they're committed to this team for the near future. I mean, you take on a guy like Bradley Beal who has a no trade, ex- um, you know, no no trade clause. Um, you're you're kind of stuck now. You're stuck with this. I mean, it could be good, given your options. This might have been the best way to go about it. Possibly at the time, there may have been some other stuff you could have done. But um, you're you're locked in now. This is it's like do or die. Like um, you know, when you make a move like this, it's it's going all in. We'll we'll see how it plays out for them, but this has the potential to go very very south. Um, you know, should things not fall the way they want them to. I mean, you still got a guy in KD who yeah. um, you know gets injured quite a bit. Um, you know, he's it, he's just fragile at this point. Um, you know, he going through layup lines and gets hurt. You know, and he's out weeks. You know that that just happened this past year. And, you know, I was listening to another podcast. You know, I listened to Bill Simmons. He was talking today. He's like, you know, a lot of people talk about Jeff Green. Everybody, you know, when when he's on the broadcast, everybody's like, oh, the old veteran Jeff Green for the Nuggets, you know, the old guy coming in. He's like, that guy was drafted the same year as Kevin Durant. You know, and that like, yeah. they, like, they Kevin Durant's not a young guy anymore as much as people like to not, throw him up I don't know why people think that. Guy. He's not young. He's not a young guy anymore. He's got to hold up. Booker's never given us any issues or really, really reasons to believe against him. I'm a big believer in Booker. I think he's going to be awesome. But Bill's another guy. He's he's had some injury stuff. I know that. And then um, honestly, uh, I know he was good a couple of years ago. But he's and he's he's decent. But him being no longer the number one guy, I'm, I'm interested to see if he's more of a product. Those those years he or that year or two, he was doing really, really, really good. Um, if it was more of a product of him just having the ball in his hands all the time. Um, and being the only guy, or um, if he was actually that good. So we're, we're going to really see a test as to how talented, you know, or how much he's really got left in the tank um, as far as what he could contribute to this team. But the way they felt this roster, we kind of pointed it out, but splitting up Aiton into multiple guys, that's going to be an option. I saw something get tossed around. Let me, throw you, let me throw you this trade real quick. I saw this trade pop up today. Your Dallas Mavericks were involved, okay? All right. Dallas Mavericks – Trading away, I believe it was Reggie Bullock, and who who was it? Oh man, it was Reggie Bullock, and I think it was the number ten pick. Uh, get Reggie Bullock goes to the Suns, the ten pick goes to the Hawks, the Hawks trade Capella to the Suns, so the Suns are getting Capella and Bullock. And then the uh, Ma- uh, Mavericks are getting DeAndre Ayton. Uh well, I'm going to be too much against that. I mean, we so you we, so you're all you're giving away your sons. They're giving Reggie Bullock and the number ten pick, and that's it, right? And that, that what I just listed out. Yeah, right. right. Reggie yeah, Bullock. You, you said you said the Hawks. Who the Hawks would be getting? The or Hawks would the Hawks would be getting uh your number the number ten pick. Number that's 10 it. Pick. All right, and the Suns would be getting Bullock and uh, Capella. And Capella, you'd be getting Aiden. Um, it it'll bring some production offensively. Uh, I mean, you seem I, you seem to really believe in him. I, I like Aiden. I mean, I, I don't understand these people that think he's a bust. Uh, so far, I mean, he's, he's. I'm not saying he's quite a bust, but um, he's definitely fallen off since that that you know championship 
I don't, you know, the finals they were just in a couple years ago. Like, he just had an 18 and 10 season. Oh, God. Here we go again with this. I mean, is, is, that, is, that, is that not good? Is that not good? What, what? It's, it's, it's good. It's not like exceptional. Well, it's not number one it. pick stuff, Torres. Okay, not every number one pick gonna come in and be LeBron James. All right, he has he has played the role well. Like I think this expectation of him trying to be a freaking MVP that that that's crazy to me. He got picked. Didn't he get picked? Wasn't he in the same draft as Luka Doncic? Uh, what was that? 2020, 2019? I think he was. I think he was. Okay. So I mean, when you're dude. When you're when you're in that same draft with Luka Doncic, Trey Young, Jaron Jackson, I feel like all those guys have kind of outplayed Aiden up to this point, just about. I, and I would agree with you on that, but to say Aiden, okay, the one just, first so just because he's the number one pick and he doesn't fulfill five numbers, and I didn't say he was a bust, but he hasn't really lived up to it, especially after we've just seen him. Um, you know, have a really good season where, you know, he went to the postseason, went to the finals with the Suns going against the Bucks, And then, you know, here in the playoffs this year. I mean, he, he got okay, ran and, over. And I got a question. Where have, any of, where have any of these guys done? Technically, I mean, Luca, Luca, Luca has had a run. Like, hey, Trey has had a run. He got his guys to the conference yeah. finals. They both had runs. You know, now, Josh Jackson's coming off of uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, I mean, so they have all done their things. I feel like Aiden's done his thing, especially on the role he had to play on the team for the Suns. I mean, what Chris Paul and why are they trying to get? Why are they trying to get rid of him? Why is nobody wanting him? Because you can bring in more assets. You got You got. Why, you got no. Why, why is, this is just a hypothetical trade. I'm not. I'm, I don't even know if they really have interest in this. But why does nobody I, I want really do have interest so good? Why does nobody want this guy? I think that's just a stupid pick for for people not to want him. Because if he's bringing you a consistent 18 and 10, 16 and 10. you know that these GMs don't know Torres? Uh, I mean, if, if, if that's not good production, then I don't know what is. If that's not got good production, I, are, are we starting to really say that 18 and 10 per season is no longer a production thing that I don't want on my team? I feel like we – I feel like we're, now we're getting, like, um, greedy. You're getting greedy now. Like, like I, I think at this point, he has brought to the table what he should have done. Now, yes, I, 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 I watched the game, but what he did for the Nuggets, no, he did not play the best. Then he got hurt in game five, then playing game six. Felt like it was a little big. but And then people want to bring up the effort and, you know, him on the defensive end. Yes, but we've only seen that, what, this past season? Multiple seasons up to this point, he was continuing to progress. All right? He was progressively getting better each season. I would say last year was probably so called. You can say worst season, okay? Worst season is 16 and 10, 16 and 10. Like, if that's my worst season, then freak. Like, I, I understand you're saying, okay, he should, we're trying to grade him on the level of number one overall draft. But the production he has brought to his team, I feel like it's been something to like, oh, man, that's pretty good. Like, oh, that's something to the full of. I think that's a solid, solid thing that he's brought to the Suns. I think we're just nobody's we're, going crazy about this dude. Though. I mean, he, yeah, he's solid. He's he's good, but nobody's going nuts about this dude. That's all right, DeAndre, okay, that's the thing. When DeAndre Drake, uh, when he, DeAndre Ayton got dropped, never once that I think, oh, DeAndre Ayton's gonna be the next Shaq. Oh, DeAndre Ayton's gonna. I be thought it could be pretty good. 
The play he has done so far is actually my expectations. That's what I expected for him. I never expected Aiton to when Luca got. Let me tell you this. I remember I told my this. when Luca got great uh drafted to the Hawks. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna actually go to Hawks games because I was keeping up with Luca and I thought Luca was gonna be nominal. All right. Yeah. Then they played the Dallas and I'm like, y'all are absolute idiots. Hawks that now, yeah. Some people probably like more for Trey Young and look it depends on who you are, but I still think Luca's a better player than Trey Young. Um, I just thought the Hawks would yeah. dominate that um, trade, but regardless, never once did I ever get excited for Aiton when even though he went number one overall draft, I said, like, Oh, he'll be a solid player, I think he'll do good. Um, uh, whatever he brings to the table, it'll be solid. I thought he was gonna be pretty good. I like him, I like him out of Arizona, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I mean, I, I did watch a little film from him in college. I just never, I just never that big one. I never thought he'll be a generational type player. I thought he'll be a guy that comes in and give a lot of good production, and which he has. I, I mean, you averaging a double double at center, averaging 16 to 17 points per game this season was 18. Like, I mean, come on, and then you give him a 10 points per game. I, I feel like this is a plus in my opinion. But they can trade. Since when is averaging a double double the benchmark for a good center, though? I even read you out. I even brought up the name Alperin Shangoon. You didn't even know who that dude was, and he's really averaging a double double. Yeah, he's averaging 14 and 9. All right. That look, and that that's what I'm saying, right? It's good production. Like, wow, well, I don't get this. I, 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 maybe I'm too caught up in old school, but I don't understand this. How is that not good production? Like why, why? I mean, it's good. It's good. It's not, it's not like question. question. Great though. It's not the kind of thing. That's not the expectation. I don't want to be great. He, he's not meant to be great. I'm not expecting to be great. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, you're trying to put him in this category that I don't think he deserves to be put in. He deserves number one overall pick. Okay. Number one overall pick. That, you put it in your own category. Okay, be the number overall draft. All right, and as long as you're still doing good. He's just bring. Hey, he's still playing basketball. That's all he's doing. He's playing really good basketball. All right. He's not coming here to say, "Oh, I'm the next Joe O'Neal. I'm the next Kareem dude. He ain't saying all that. Nobody. I didn't expect that. So that's why he's he's protecting It's actually been pretty good. Now we'll just have to agree this to this. This past playoff, it, it just ain't. But come on, this man made a buzzer in the freaking conference finals two years ago, and got his guy team to the finals like. Like Aiden has played, man. He's done his work here and there. Like I, I, I don't understand this. I don't understand this. All right, all right. I'll leave it at this because it's just it, this one ain't. Going no, I mean, I see your point. All right, man. Number one overall. I do get it. I do get it. Number one overall. I get it. But I just feel like the type of guy he is, the way he has played so far, is solid enough for him to be considered a good basketball player. And like you said, you said you never said he wasn't good. good. But you, your expectation was for him to be even greater. I, in my, in my yeah. opinion, I just thought where he's at right now was my expectation for him. I never thought he was going to be that great. So, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, the other side of this trade, we're looking at the Washington Wizards here. Uh, they give away Bradley Bill, and um, you know they didn't get any first round picks. They get some pick swaps, and maybe those can come into play later on. Um, Louis said the man is a great role player. There you go. A great role player. I agree. Yes. Yes. I agree, Louis. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Louis got your back. Louis got your back. He, 
<laughs> Luigi the rescue for Torres. Um, but on the other side of the deal, you got the Washington Wizards unable to get a first round pick in this deal. They got some second rounders, the first round pick swaps, that kind of stuff. Um, nothing crazy. There was rumors that the Heat uh, were offering a couple first round picks that probably would have been protected. Um, and then Duncan Robinson. And who was the other one? They were talking about one other player. It wasn't going to be Hero. They weren't. And Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry and Robinson a couple. For eight. That was your other. For eight. No, 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 no. no. This was for Bill. Oh, for Bill. Oh, for Bill. No, okay. Yeah. And that, but the ultimate thing was Bill had to say so. He could just say uh, yes or no to either one that he wanted to do. He didn't want to go there. He wanted to go to Phoenix. So. That's where it really ended up. Um, so there, there are obviously big reasons here with that. I mean, the contract was already a sucky one to do with. So I want to make a point because you made actually a really good point in the uh, group message, actually. So Tyler brought the point of you have Kevin Durant. All right. Let's let's number this off a little bit. I mean, okay, you can say, okay, yes, and okay, see. He, they were drafted, which they were, but obviously we saw that Westbrook and Harden both had won MVP individually themselves. So, yeah. obviously you can say they had a big three in OKC. Know what happened in Golden State. We don't even have to bring that up. Then you got no. uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn with Harden and Kyrie. You know, obviously mm-hmm. Harden leaves. Now he goes to the Suns. He had Chris Paul. The, uh, um, now we got Bill in the book. With KD, we we talk about this super team stuff. I mean, uh, I know a lot of people like to bring up LeBron. They do when they talk about super teams, which I felt like he's had he's had a few, but nobody has had more super teams than Kevin Durant. And I and I'm and look, I'm a, I'm a, I love Kevin Durant, big fan of him, but the facts are the facts. Uh, this man has had a huge big three. I mean. Can we can we legit say that he's had top fifteen players on his team every single year at least two? I uh, I mean Bradley Beal. Uh, now well well take that back. Chris Paul was on the top fifteen player last year. Okay yeah, but Chris Paul was still a productive piece because the the year before that I mean what they was number one seed you know and lost in the yeah. uh, semifinals so they were pretty good him and D book, but he's had some players. I mean Harden Westbrook. Steph, Clay, uh, Draymond, and Chris Paul, and Kyrie, and Hart. I mean, he's played with the best of the best. Uh, so we, when we bring up this super team, you know, fact, and like, hey, man, these guys playing with super teams here and there, Kevin Durant's going to be one of those guys. And I know some people like to say, well, if you're on the playground, are you going to pick the worst guys to pick on your team? No, I'm not. I am going to pick the mm-hmm. best player. But when we're talking about, when we're trying to criticize certain players about who they play with and who they were allowed to play with and who they did this and that with, we can't always bring that up because some of the guys we're vouching for, if you look for the opposite team, these guys are playing with some killers. (laughs) And we're having Bill and D book. Now, yes, I know defensively and as a bench right now, they're not as good, but still, I mean, that's offensive weapons all over the floor. Every single one of those boys can shoot. The rent is already a problem. Heck, you can still make a case when healthy. Kevin Durant is probably still a top three player in the league. You know, like yeah, yeah. yeah. D Book is right there. He's for sure top ten. He's awesome, yeah. So 
And then Bill, right? I mean, Bill, I mean, you can make a case for him potentially top. I still got him top 15. But you can make a case for him top 10 if you want to. Uh, I don't even know if top 15. I mean, I'm not that huge on him. I think I can name like 20 or so probably people better than that. Brought better than Bill? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's even a I don't think so either, but I do think he's one of the top players. You know, top players. In the he's league. up. I mean, yeah, he's up there. I'm not trying to discourage him. Right you, you take him or Trey Young? Top 15. You take him or Trey Young? I might want to take Trey Young. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That's yeah, a, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's about about as close as I because I, I think some people put Trey Hung in top fifteen, and I don't know. Oh, I I wouldn't personally do it. Me, yeah. I don't have him top fifteen, yeah. but he yeah. is good. I mean, how, yeah. how many years Bill been in the league? Bill been in the league for a minute, right? Bill been in the league for a while. He's been. I, I feel like it's been over ten years. I, that's what I feel like. Let's see. He was on that Celtics team that gave. Uh, the Celtics, or no, he was, he was in that Wizards team, and then they gave the Celtics enough time in the Hollywood on that one time, and they dressed him all black, like the funeral, or whatever they were saying. All that. I don't John know. Was doing all. Um, he's 29 years old. Let's see. He's only 29. Yeah, I'm a little shocked at how old he is. I feel like he'd be a little older. Let's see. 2012. 2012. So, yes, yes, that's 10 years. Wow. Yeah, 10 yeah. years he's been in the league. So, so not a chicken anymore, but um, still pretty good. But, yeah, we got that. That was the big thing this weekend. Um, you know, that, that's the main thing he's coming out. There's going to be some other powers. There's going to be a lot of trades. I feel like, um, you know, you know. Adrian was around and said that uh, he's not going to be live tweeting at the draft picks before they happen. Because you know how after the draft, all the ways the Washington Wizards are looking to take, you know, so-so. Or zero zero. The Cleveland Cavaliers focused on getting, you know, he always does it. He doesn't say draft or throw the draft. He always uses a different word, but he says he's not going to really do that this year. He's going to be mainly focused on trade. That, that kind of tells me that he's expecting a good day to go down. Um, and I think we're going to be seeing a lot of them. Your Mavericks are still looking to move that number 10 pick. We've heard about the Hornets and deals for trade number two pick. We've heard about the Rockets and deals for trade number four pick possibly. Pelicans um, getting ready to let go of yeah, Zion. Yeah, yeah. Right, they, they the number three picks available. There's, there's, there's so much. Yeah, the, you know, you know, there's, 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 it's so hard to hard. Like sometimes you get all the stuff like, oh, I can see myself in Miami, I can see myself in this city. They're only going to trade them if they trade them. Then something comes out today, Sham he's focused on staying with the So he's going to go and say, I can see myself playing for these other teams, but then say that. What's going to go down? Who knows? Who, you know, if they're smart, I'd move them. I mean, yeah. I mean you, you get the you most, get the most 
Bang for your buck right now. Selling him off. Hey, you're getting this superstar player. Give me all these picks. Give me all these assets. I already have number three picks they can get. Brandon Miller from Alabama. You can build from there. And you already got guys. Shaden Sharp. I just watched it, like, but it looks like they're going to try to do it around him. I mean, the purpose of them letting go CJ McCullum was to allow um, them to bring in more assets for Damian Lillard. Look like they they really didn't do it. So I mean, it's the question on whether or not you know what Lillard wants to do. Um, I know Lillard is big about you know the grind and staying there with his team and doing what he has to do, but I don't know, man. You know, if you, I mean, it depends on who you, I mean, it depends on what you're playing for. You know, if you want to sit there and continue, like, go ahead. I mean, because it's possible they anything can happen. You know, you get around yeah, a good yeah. team and you get around a good a good amount of role players, you can bring it, you can bring a championship. But with the way the West is right now, man, it's just going to be too tough for Portland, man. I, I just don't see Portland any, anytime, especially anytime soon for Dame. Like, Dame, what, isn't he 30 now, 30, 31? Like, you got about four or five years and beyond legit. I don't see the Nuggets going anywhere. And with the way you like you talking about the Suns, you know, they're expecting to stay with this long term. They may not be going anywhere. Don't tell how many more years Durant got in the league. So it's uh it'll, it'll be tough for Portland, man. I don't see them having much success anytime soon. Yeah. Um we're we're gonna have to see about I feel like I see about like, right. I know Dad said I'm trying to move around here in a little bit, but um um, let me see if I can find a good spot. Or maybe it's something to do with. Or maybe it's something to do with. Is your are you hearing echo? Are you hearing echo? No, I'm not hearing an echo. I hear big Georgia fans. All right, so go dogs, really big time go dogs. And we just saw that now in 2024 they have an upcoming schedule. Um, the schedule is phenomenal. Definitely gonna try to go to that game. Uh, they're playing Clemson in Atlanta. That's gonna be awesome. Then you got Tennessee Tech, and in the uh, third game, well, no, 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 I'll take that back, take that back. So everything is not officially set yet. I'm just looking at certain dates. Like, you have a really good schedule. Um, not the whole schedule is finished yet, but they also is playing Alabama on the road. So you got to play Alabama on the road uh, that, that year at Texas as well and at Ole Miss. So that's going to be um, – a fun year for Georgia that year, you know, depending, especially depending on how we looking uh, coming out of the gate for this year, you know, on the road to trying to three-peat. So I'm excited for Georgia, man. I'm excited for them boys. Um, I'm glad we got a schedule like that. Uh, like Kirby said, we will not be hunted and we will hunt everyone down. And I am pumped to see what they want to do because, you know, everybody's, you know, picking on our schedule for this upcoming season and, Everybody that anybody that's been following anything college football related shouldn't bring that up because it's not our fault. Uh, we we chose to get Oklahoma. Oklahoma pulled out of it. We had to get that game filled in. I'm sorry we have to play UT Martin Ball State and UAB, but that's not our fault. How many years have we had to go through and see? I'm just saying Alabama and all these other teams playing. Sorry, I love UTC. Look, I, I go here, but they had to play Chattanooga early on, and all these other guys. Like, don't, don't, don't bring up our schedule miraculously, especially after we won two back-to-back national championships. I don't think our schedule is the problem. 
All right. We're doing what we have to do. We played top tier teams. We've beaten the top tier teams. So I don't want to hear about schedule. This past schedule, yeah, 2024, obviously going to be much tougher, but I'm, I'm ready for Georgia. I think they're ready for the challenge. Yeah, I'm same way. Um, people were already bringing up. People were already bringing up the schedule to me. Kobe asked me. I was like, I'll put it either way. You know, you know, I'll take a every day of the week. I'm not going to. I think we're going to run away from competition by any means. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be a tough schedule. I kind of saw it coming with the way things are going. Like, I'm not complaining about the schedule this year. Uh, how we're not playing anybody. They always want to complain about um, the East. But my big deal with that is, you know, it ain't like the East is always the best. Like, you know, everything is cyclical. It ain't like the West was always that good. There was years probably the place to see West was not that good. You can probably go back in time and see that. Everything works itself out. I'm not advocating for keeping uh, the divisions. I don't care. You can take the divisions out. It probably makes a more fun. Us playing Bama, things like that. People are going to like that. So, um, I, I don't know. I just don't like the whole... You know, yeah. it's because y'all have it easy. And then you and got, then you um, got uh, Nick Saban. Nick I saw him for him. Somebody, somebody pointed him uh, for uh, Twitter. And then uh, he, he brought it up again. He would have been favored for three of the four teams in the college football playoff this year. Um, and we were, you were favored to beat LSU. And you were favored to beat the other team. That was it. And, um, and they still lost. They still lost. I can't think. Uh, was it Tennessee, Auburn? Tennessee. 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 Yes. 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 So I just, um, you know, I don't really, I don't like all the whining that's going on out of the Tuscaloosa. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me just go ahead and nip this in the bud. I nip this in the bud before I nip it again. Um, Alabama for one. Yes, Alabama was a great team, but you cannot sit here and state. You are the best team in the country when you have lost two games. And the fact that you've lost is I don't care if you're losing by a field goal. I don't care if you're losing by half a point, which is not even possible. You've lost those games. All right. You lost to LSU. You lost to Tennessee. They want to say, oh, both of those games was on the road. OK. And all right. Oh, and Georgia had to play them at home. OK, fine. All right. We play those teams at home. All right. If it, 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 it was so much of a problem for us, all right, what about when we had to play Ohio State? Why when we finally play a team and we still execute it, all right? After hearing about how Michigan and all this stuff would do this and do that, we saw how Michigan, you know, played against TCU, neck and neck type game. Then we play TCU, what we do to them. Now, yes, you could probably make a case. Alabama probably, probably would beat TCU. I, I'm not denying that, all right? But what about Texas? What about that close game you had with Texas? Oh, because it was on the road, that's why you struggle. Oh, because it was on the road. is uh, Like, I understand road environments is a huge deal, but we cannot continue to bring up all of these teams when you struggle with a lot of these teams as well. Like, yes, our schedule at the beginning of the season wasn't the most toughest thing in the world. But who is that? We can't. You can't blame us. And, heck, then we also play Oregon at the beginning of the season last year. <clears throat> so, like, they were another top ten. They were a top ten team from the majority of the season to the end until they lost to, um, um, who was it, Washington. 
You know, Bo Nix, Bo Nix literally was in running for a potential Heisman. So like, I don't want to hear about these teams that we so-called don't play because we do play these teams. All right. Just to, just because this year, uh, how it folded out, that it just happens. All right. The team pulled out. OK. All right. Fine. Then. Oklahoma pulled out. We got to get somebody. Can't have that spot open. All right, and plus we want back-to-back national championships. It's not like it was given to us. If we didn't earn it, if we didn't deserve it, then so so be it. But we have earned it, and we have deserved it. We've had to win all these games. We've had to dominate majority of these teams. What Jordan won? What twenty-eight games in the past two seasons? Only losing one. Who else doing that? Who else doing that? Like, come on, twenty-nine and one in the past two years. Get out of here, dude. I, I don't I don't want to hear foolishness. I don't want to hear foolishness. That ain't, you want to talk about teams play? Don't bring that up. Because if we're there again and somebody bring up the schedule again, so you basically what you're telling me is the top four ain't the top four. Because you're telling me, oh, these teams aren't even that good as in the top four. It ain't only about the talent of the team. You still have a whole season you have to go through. Alabama, you had a whole season you had to go through. TCU had a whole season they had to go through. All right, Ohio State had a whole season they had to go through. All these teams went through these seasons. Michigan, all these teams. I wasn't a big fan of Michigan. I, I said Michigan wasn't going to do too well. Again. I thought we were going to beat the brakes off of Michigan as well. All right, they were the number two team. Oh, Alabama would have beat You probably would have beat Michigan, but guess what? You have your strength of schedule. So does these other teams. You can't bring up that type of case when you don't beat the team that you're supposed to beat. It's not basketball, right? We can't play everybody. You can only beat – you only can play who's on your schedule. That's how TCU made it. They can only beat the teams on their schedule. In technicality, TCU had the most ranked wins out of anybody. So I don't want to hear anybody talk about no schedule, all right? So shut your mouth about scheduling. Shut your mouth about scheduling. Anybody want to bring up Alabama? I don't want to hear it because it's stupid. There you go. And that was coming after the, uh, you know, all off season last year, including myself, I had them as the favorite to win. And uh, people were arguing the best, best college football team of all time. Bryce Young, Gibbs, they brought in all of these transfer guys. You know, you name it, um, a tackle from Vanderbilt. So, so, no, they, they had zero excuses. Zero excuses on their back next year. I'm telling you, next year, I told you, it, it ain't going to keep me in this way, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah. guess what? Come on, man. You struggle with Texas A&M. I know you had a backup quarterback that game. They were struggling a little bit with Arkansas. Struggle with freaking uh, LSU, Texas. Like, oh, because of how, thing, how games match up, you want to bring that up? And then they want to bring up the fact, oh, we beat Kansas State in the bowl game. Well, blah, blah, blah. Like, come on. What about yeah, 2007 yeah. when Georgia beat oh, Hawaii in the bowl yeah. game? Like, mm, we deserve to be in the championship. Like, we can't, we can't do that. All right, we can't do that. We already know it's not necessarily the best four teams that make it. But we've been known that. I know when people want to keep saying we the best four teams, it's never been that. It's never been that. I don't want to hear that anymore. It's never been the best four teams. I figured that out after year one. Like, it was never the – when Ohio State made it and they lost to Penn State, Penn State won the Big Ten Championship, and they still beat Ohio State in over when Penn State beat them. I don't want to hear nothing else about no freaking best four teams. I understand how this thing works. It's about your best teams with the, the schedule they've been given, all right, your, your pathway, how you look. All right, that's how that's how it is. That's how it's forever gonna be until we get this stupid behind 16 team bull crap. However, is it 16, 12? Who is 12, right? I think it's a 12. 12, yeah. 12 however many it's stupid because it, why it's 12, it is 12, it's, it's 12, it's stupid. 
Now these games not gonna matter. But now, yeah, Alabama, congratulations, you gonna be in there every year. You gonna be in there every year. So this yeah. schedule ain't even gonna matter. You gonna be in there every year. You ain't got to worry about it. All right. So I don't even understand why they even doing this because it, it devalues mm-hmm. the regular season. And people want to say, well, the regular season matters because it's gonna depend on your seating. Congratulations, you're already gonna be playing in neutral sites anyway. Now I think I think the first playoff game is the home and whoever like there's a home and away team but after that it's gonna be neutral sites mm-hmm. i mean yeah. i don't it's stupid I, I don't i don't agree but we'll see we'll see yeah yeah but uh but yeah that was that was a hot topic all the scheduling and everything so especially after like i said how everybody's talking about schedule this year they loved it i don't you know myself like you said i'll take it i don't really care it'll shut people up if we Especially if we go out there and win. Like, imagine if, because I do, I like our chance. Imagine if Georgia win a third natty, right? It went a third win in a row. What what excuse can you come up with then now? Yeah. Especially, especially if, especially if we go we we go through the SEC championship, which I'm presumably thinking Alabama will be on the opposite side in the West. We go through the SEC championship game, we beat an Alabama team. What what more could be said? Oh, you were healthy throughout the regular season. You didn't have to play nobody. Your yeah. bones were feeling good. What the like, I don't want to. I don't want to. The back to back would be wild. I know. Like I, I like there. There shouldn't be any more talk because if we even if we were to have a down season, even if we were to have a one loss or maybe a two loss type season, all right. The stuff that we've done over the past two years, the stuff that Kirby has done over the, his entire tenure for Georgia so far, has been better than. I mean, who who wouldn't want it? Who wouldn't want what we have gotten so far? We've been to three natties. We've won two. I mean, come on. All right, well, we got what two national? I mean, two SEC championships along with mm-hmm. that. We won. I mean, what a umpteen amount of times. I mean, come on, man. We we. Yeah. We're, we're, we're rocking. We're rocking, man. I, I'm loving what Kirby's doing. I think this is going to be a, a long run. I think, like I said, the ties are changing. I'm excited. I think we're going to have a long run. I really do believe Georgia's going to have a long run, too. All right. All well, right. Um, any uh, last uh, thing you want to bring up here? I know you probably got your training session coming up here in a few. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, not yet. Um, currently in talks, uh, trying to uh, get a fight potentially. Looks like uh, – uh, um, I, I'll, I'll just throw out a date. All right, August fourth. That's all I'm gonna throw out. Don't know the opponent yet. Don't know that yet. That yet. August fourth. That's the that's the plan. So, uh, we'll see. Um, talking with opponents and stuff now, so we're trying to get that stuff settled. Uh, we might have one set. We just gotta get contract stuff settled and all that. But hopefully, we get a fight coming up soon. So look, boom, there you go, August fourth. All right. So let's get all this stuff going, and I'm excited, ready to go. Sounds good. All right, man. Well, thank y'all for listening in. Uh, this is the TNT podcast. If you want to support us, uh, you can go in the uh, description um, of this podcast. You can listen to the supporters. If y'all want to go, you can uh, click on the link. Go to the link tree link. And, uh, there's many different ways to uh, promote us and help us and support us. So feel free to do that. Thank you guys for listening in. As always, see you next week. Boom, boom.